गाइज वेलकम बैक टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ ओ बाइट मी विथ योर होस्ट जायरा ईरानी और गेस्ट फॉर टुडे इज़ वेरी 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 स्पेशल आई के नॉट एक्सरसाइज इन द वेरी इनफ ही वॉज एक्चुअली अ पार्टिसिपेंट ऑन द वेरी वेल नोन अगेन द वर्ल्ड वेरी टी एल सी टी वी शो कॉल्ड द कॉलिंग प्लीज वेलकम अतमज व्यास अपार्ट फ्रॉम बींग अ पार्ट ऑफ द टी एल सी शो कॉल द कॉलिंग ऑल्सो अवेलेबल ऑन नेटफ्लिक्स गाइज ही वॉज ऑल्सो अ स्टाइलिस्ट एंड देन ही फर्दर वन ही रियलाइज हिज ट्रू लव फॉर ट्रैवलिंग ही चोज टू बिकम अ फ्लाइट अटेंडेंट सो ही कुड बी ऑल ओवर द वर्ल्ड नाउ फॉर दोज ऑफ यू हु डोंट नो द कॉलिंग वॉज अ टी वी शो विच हैड थ्री पार्टिसिपेंट्स अथमज व्यास प्रीति एंड गौरव दीज थ्री वर traveled all over india different places and every place they had a challenge which would lead them uh, to the prize of a couple of miles uh, a scholarship as well as a special experience so whoever won the first challenge could sit pretty and was given the special experience by the show while the other two contestants were supposed to curate a special experience individually and make it personal for the winner of that set challenge now atmaj vyas spent a whole month shooting this and was part of this whole process in 2018 and therefore is a very interesting person to talk about travel with because he left a whole career of styling uh, in mumbai and went to travel the world just shows you how important traveling can be in a person's life so let's get right to it for those of you who don't know what we do over here every week we take a new guest uh, today being atmaj vyas and we ask them a couple of questions about their art craft or the biggest artistic accomplishment in their life today being atmaj's time on the show mainly as well as his styling after that we have a game round where i will make a few statements some being controversial some being would you rather where the only acceptable answer is going to be oh bite me indicating a disagreement or hell yeah indicating agreement so let's get right to it our first question for today is when did you know you wanted to be a stylist um okay so basically how it kind of started off was um i wasn't really inclined um to be a stylist or do anything like that like i had no particular idea what i was going to do um i just realized that i had fun with clothes um in the sense where it became a translation of my mood of me as a person so um eventually i ended up uh, getting into retail actually first so i kind of started off on the shop floor and then through that i got into visual merchandising and um in that process you know i learned a lot about colors and how um, clothes go with another thing how do you pair up things together and you know how do you make it really sellable like what makes people want to walk into a store and from there i, I had a mentor karan bairi who actually kind of taught me more about colors and things like that so when i finally moved to bombay and i was a, a vision merchandiser for bean human that's when i kind of started picking up on styling because he gave me like this executive freedom to also you know style mannequins and kind of put out these styling drafts so through that entire process i started learning and it was basically very hands on like i didn't do any formal courses or anything like that like i didn't study fashion like i studied business administration so 
so I think that's how it kind of started off. So it, it was very, um, you know, like YouTube information. Like if I don't know something, YouTube it or Google it and then just get hands-on experience. So that's basically how I kind of drifted into styling. So there was no set plan, but it's something that I knew I, I could do really well. Okay. Well, that's actually quite an adventure in a sense of its own. Yeah, sort of. And then uh, you moved on to your next adventure, which you realized was traveling. So how exactly did you come to the realization that you wanted to drop being a stylist and you wanted to travel more? Okay, so, you know, travel is one thing I always enjoyed. Like when, um, like when I stay back in Pune, it's like almost every third day or something like that, I just like jump into the car and be like, let's go to Lunavla or like, let's go somewhere. Like I used to like hate being in one place. Um, and I, I, then when I moved to Bombay, kind of, you know, like it's, life is all about work. So I kind of got stuck in this entire rut. But whenever I had the opportunity to travel, I would like go like headfirst into it. Um, it wasn't until I think last uh, two years back when I actually kind of really got into it because uh, I was working in Miss Malini at the time um, and I was doing this article for TLC. They were coming out with a new show and I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should just audition for it because it was an open audition. Anyone could. So I just sent in an audition and I got through and then I went for a camera test and then I kind of got through again. So I was quite surprised. And then... Through this entire process, when I actually was on the show, we were traveling all around India, I realized that, you know what, this is something that I really want to do for the rest of my life. Like, I want to be in different places. I want to experience different cultures. I want to meet different people um, and even eat different kinds of food. Like, it was it was an eye-opening experience, to say the least. And it's not something that happens every day, especially, like, with my luck. Getting through this entire process also was just a huge deal for me and that's what kind of opened my eyes up to being to the world of travel and like that's what really cemented the fact that you know what nothing in life is really going to compare to the to the value and to the magic that you feel when you're traveling so yeah that's how I kind of decided to kind of just jump into that one wow okay so for the listeners who don't know the show that we are talking about here is called The Calling and it was aired on TLC and Netflix and the rest of our questions are going to be in correlation to the show. Bring them on. <laughs> okay, so while you were on the show, you lost your bags once and you did seem upset the following day. How exactly did losing your bags affect you? Okay, um, <clears throat> I'm, I, I don't know. Can I take airline names? Like, can I cut out airlines away or should I just keep it to a minimum? <laughs> Whatever you want. Okay, so basically Indigo, oh my god, they can go F themselves. I absolutely hate that airline. Um, so yeah, Indigo, uh, we were flying in uh, from Bangalore to Jaipur from this one. It was like a kind of an in-between break. Finished the Bangalore leg of it and then we were heading to Jaipur. And um, it was impossible to lose my bag because I didn't have like multiple bags. I had one gigantic effing bag and it was like I think 50 kgs. Um, and... When I got to Jaipur, I was standing over there and waiting and waiting and waiting and then my bag didn't come. And I was like, you know what, I think my bag is gone. And I spoke to production and I was telling them that I, I need my bag, I need my clothes because I didn't have anything. And we were already in Jaipur and I, I was like, you know, I'm screwed now because we from Jaipur, we were going to Jaisalmer, uh, where, the next, where the next task location was. And 
I had basically nothing. So, and it was never, there was no break in between where like, okay, you know, now we're done with this. So now we can start uh, shooting. It was like immediately the next task as we reached Jaisalmer. So basically I was in those clothes for the task and then I had nothing else to wear. And that was a very messy task. If you ever see that episode, it was like pouring paint from one bottle to another. So basically at the end of that, I was staying in this beautiful seven star room and I had no clothes on, literally, because they were all wet and dirty. And yeah, that entire thing was, it was just sad. Like, you know, it's like losing a part of your soul, literally. Because for me, it's not, not, not that I'm saying that I'm very materialistic or attached to clothes or anything like that. But these were things that I found over, over years of searching through it. Like, I'm very particular about my clothes. And... You know, like from my first, like I saved up my first three months salary and I bought this one amazing Burberry jacket and that also ended up going with it. So it was like, you know, more than, more than anything else, it was a sentimental value of all the clothes. Obviously the value of it was a separate thing, but yeah, that they got lost and I was just pissed off. But then I realized that, you know what, it's a, it's a show. You must go on, like the show must always go on. Right. So I was like, you know what, suck it up. Just continue but like i think it still pinches me till date like when someone says i'm so sorry you lost your bag i'm just like oh yeah yeah because the aftermath of that was a whole whole different ball game yes but i believe later on that uh, because you lost your bag you also had the quickest shopping experience of your life after that yeah at kolkata airport i mean you know i, I was thought that i was good at shopping but that's when i kind of finally realized because like between we landed at kolkata airport and i was like okay you know what screw this i need clothes so you guys better give me some money to buy some clothes and like clothes to look good because i'm not going to wear like trash on and come on tv right like i can't really say i'm a stylist and then end up looking like as if i'm i'm like on the road uh, so i was like okay fine cool i'm i'm just going to go shopping and within half an hour that's i think all i had uh, I had half an hour and I ended up picking up everything that I kind of needed. Um, obviously, went over their budget, so I ended up paying for it. I was like, screw it, I'm just going to pay this because I can't wait. And um, yeah, there was everything from one store I picked up. And uh, yeah, and luckily they had an offer going on because if I shopped with a certain amount, I got bags free because I didn't have any bags either, right? So I just put everything inside the bags and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm done. Wow. Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody would ever be able to shop that fast in said circumstance, especially while you're on a show and shopping can sometimes cause you to miss your flight. I think that was a very big risk you took. It was. It definitely was. Now, um, on to the, uh, the other participants of the show. So, like, in the beginning, you immediately hit it off with Preeti, but you were, it seemed as if uh, there was a little bit of a hostility between you and Gaurav. What is your relationship with these two people now? Um, you know, through the show, I mean, Preeti and I hit it off because obviously Preeti's personality is, like, really bubbly and she's really out there and fun and everything like that. Um, I think, and I have to say that, uh, and Gaurav and I discussed this later as well, uh, we, I think we kind of... Um, misunderstood Gaurav I can't speak for Preeti but I especially I misunderstood his his silence and his calmness um in a in a way that it was not he was he was not eager to be on the show like you know he didn't really enjoy it but I didn't really realize uh that you know that that's just how he enjoys traveling and that's just how he he's a part of it um I think that kind of opened my eyes like when we finally discussed all of this um 
you know, I don't know if you've seen that one episode where there's a bit of a confrontation in Andaman's um, yes. where Preeti brought up this entire thing. And that's when he, he explained things. But like off camera, we spoke a lot. And, um, you know, we kind of came to the, I, I kind of realized that, you know what, they, people don't always have to be a certain way when they're traveling, you know, and there are different types of travelers. Like some people might be like wild and free and getting drunk. Some people might be sitting at the beach, calmly sipping a beer. And some people might just want to, you know, roam around with their guitar, play songs and be just a part of that moment. And that's the kind of person he was. And I kind of, I respected that. And I, I was kind of glad he gave me the uh, opportunity to kind of, you know, like clear my misconceptions because uh, I think they were unfounded. But, you know, when you're in that kind of an environment and you're shooting 18, 19 hours, you don't really have the time to sit and talk to people and try to figure it out. It all has to be out there. So, yeah, I, I, I did apologize to him after that. But yeah, I think towards the end, I became closer to Gaurav than I was to Preeti. And are the three of you all still friends now? Um, I think, we, I wouldn't say we were friends. I think we were acquaintances. After the show ended, a few months after that, like we, we kept chilling every now and then. Um, but yeah, Preeti went, obviously she, spoilers. Um, but yeah, after her, her thing, she kind of was busy with her own life and everything like that. Gaurav and I chilled, but then eventually even I got busy with my life and he got busy with her, their, their life. So we all kind of went back to normal, but we still follow each other. We keep on check, keep checking up on each other, what what, what we're doing, what we're doing and stuff like that. Preeti's putting out some amazing content and um, Gaurav is a voiceover artist, so he's still doing amazing work over there as well. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say we were friends. I think we were acquaintances and we all respected that process that we went through. So... Um... So in the end, it all turned out for the best. Yeah, I guess it did, right? Like we learned learned lessons. I learned lessons. Uh, I lost stuff in the process. I gained a lot of insight in the process. I guess you can say that's the valuation for losing your prized possessions. Um, but yeah, I guess it all kind of did work out in the end. If you had to choose one place or a particular experience on the show that if they if all your experiences were to be rated from 1 to 10 what is one experience that you would rate the lowest the lowest yes ooh controversial <laughs> um the experience i would rate the lowest you know i think it's a hard uh, when i say lowest i don't mean like it's like the worst but it's like if there's something it would definitely be the village visit the one which i did with preeti um, I just feel like the way the entire thing went, it, like I enjoyed the stories from everyone and I enjoyed the whole, you know, the whole experience and learning about that. Um, but I wanted to see more, like I wanted to really be more into it, to be honest. The rest of them were pretty like thrilling and wild. So, yeah. So you liked the experience, but is it fair to say that you were a little bit unsatisfied with the whole thing? I wanted more. To be honest, I think it's just greedy of me, but I wanted more. Okay. It just felt like it ended too quickly, right? Like, because there's so much of history. Like, you can't unpack, like, you know, 100 plus years of history in, like, that moment. Like, that's how the Northeast is. There's so much to learn. But unfortunately, we didn't have that much of time. And I was just really bummed out about the entire thing. Oh. Okay. The, are there any of the places on the show that left you unsatisfied like this that you would want to go back to now? So I wouldn't say left me unsatisfied, but hell yeah, I would want to go back. I want to, my entire plan actually was had COVID not happened and I was back in India. 
was to kind of do the whole leg of the journey again, but in my own way. And kind of, you know, like maybe vlog that entire thing out, like just to show people like, you know what, okay, this is what you saw on the TV show, but this is what I am doing over here. Unfortunately, now, given the current circumstances, um, places like Jammu and stuff like that are not going to be accessible. There's a lot of tension going on in Leh. But I'm just really glad that I got to experience the country when it was, I think, in more peaceful times. Sounds a little ignorant of me to say, but yeah. Understandable. Now, uh, here's a thinker. Say, I'm putting you in a situation where you have to convince a 50-year-old man who has worked his whole life but but has to take a break now for his own mental health. And you are suggesting, uh, you suggest him to travel. He is against it because he is more of the kind of person who's been at home and stuck to his roots and hates the idea of getting on a plane. Yeah. What would your argument be to him, forcing him to travel? What would your convincing argument be? You spend 50 years of your life working, giving it your all, providing for everyone, trying your best to make your life. What have you done for yourself? Number one. If you have not done anything, you've not even taken a break, you've not even seen the world, what is all that money going to be of use? If I, if if you stand in the future down the line and someone says, oh, you know, have you been to this place? And you're just like, no, it's not about a competition. It's just about that experience. It's not about, you know, having this whole fancy thing. Fine, you don't want to spend money. You want to go on a budget. You can easily go on a budget. In fact, I would highly recommend you go on a budget. And, you know, you can save up money. And also the experiences are way more fascinating when you're on a budget because you know you have to look for the un, the unorthodox and the offbeat kind of things. Also, if you do not travel, there is no point of... Honestly, there's no point of earning money if you do not spend it on yourself. If you do not spend it on gaining experiences, if you do not uh, spend it on expanding your horizon, what is the point of earning all of that money? Travel is knowledge, travel is culture, and travel is refreshing. So if you feel like you're tired and you don't have the energy anymore, well, that's why you should be traveling. Get yourself, get some new perspective. It'll help you introspect. It will help you, you know, refresh and recharge yourself. And also it'll help you just take a break and take your mind off what the last 50 years have been. So, I mean, that should be the only reason why you should travel. Don't do it for anyone. Don't do it for Instagram. Don't do it for anything else. Just do it for yourself. That is a lovely sentiment. And I wouldn't be surprised if some of our viewers recorded that whole speech that you just gave and played it for their parents whenever they wanted to go to an exotic place for a vacation. I hope so. I mean, it it is a very convincing argument. And the fact that you are doing something for yourself should be a very important thing in many in many more people's lives it is yeah while we're on the topic of many people's lives um earlier in our unaired conversation you mentioned that you care a lot about the mental health of our youth in general yeah and it just so happens that this month is suicide prevention month so when i say these words when I mention the name of this month, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, talk about it. You know, uh, as a, I think as a younger generation, obviously I'm talking about even younger to where I am because I'm like <laughs> 28. But 
I'm saying about a generation that's kind of just, you know, up and coming. You guys have a lot more stress than what we have because we got passed down on this, like, you know, this fear of having to succeed and having to be everything. And that puts a lot of pressure. But now what we are giving to them is an effed up planet, even more pressure to one, do by good by the planet and like protect the environment and to do good in a society that's going to always tear you down. Um, and you don't really have a lot of people that you can speak to. You know, there is no harm in talking about uh, in talking about things related to mental health. You're afraid people are going to judge you. To be honest, if people judge you based on your mental health, you need to drop those people and run in the opposite direction. They're not worth your time at all. And yeah, when it comes to suicide, unfortunately, I've lost a lot of my friends to suicide. And I know that it's it comes in such a way... I can be laughing and smiling right now and then the next minute something snaps in my mind and that's it. That's that's the triggering point for me. Like we hear this word a lot, triggers, and you have no idea what the triggers in a person's life are. While I'm obviously not saying that you have to continuously tiptoe around people just so that you don't offend anyone, but at the same time, you need to realize that your words have value. Even going up to someone who looks a little grim and be like, hey, buddy, you know, do you want to talk? You know, we can go to the side and have a quick chat or I'm just listening. I remember I put this one thing up that, you know, people don't understand that the value that just sitting there and listening to someone without putting your own opinion inside. Like say you and I are having this conversation and you're talking to me, but I keep on, oh, you know, but I think I have a solution for that. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Just let the person talk and get it out. Because sometimes more than never, the thing is, I just want to get everything that I that is inside me, that is bottled up inside me, out. And I feel like a lot of the times what ends up happening is that there is so much inside that we keep inside ourselves. Like, you know, one thing plus another thing plus another thing. And then it becomes a bunch of small things that has now filled this container up to the brim. And then snapping point happens. And then that's when the unsaid happens. You know, people kind of pull that trigger and take their lives. We really need to start listening to people and paying attention to people. Look at behaviors. Be attentive. Don't just be in denial that, you know, what everyone has a perfect life. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. But you can't be the judge of that. That is very reasonable and a good fact to be presented to a lot of our generation, my generation and your generation, which some people don't really or are not able to comprehend for whatever apparent reason and i think it's something all of us should take into consideration whenever we are faced with said situation whether we are the confidant or the one who is confiding yeah you know i feel like it's just again sorry i kind of just going on about it but like i just really want to say that there is there is absolutely no shame in understanding and knowing yourself and there is no shame in telling people that you know what i am struggling being able to tell people that is literally the first part, like winning the first part of this battle. Because if you do not accept the fact yourself, it's going to be very hard for you to put it into words for other people. And get professional help. Like, it sounds like a ruse. It sounds like a con. Um, well, there are different kinds of professional help. You can even just go and talk to someone if, you do, if, you, if you're scared that people might not be able to confide this information within themselves. Get professional help. It's not always that, oh, you know what, if I go and talk to a therapist, they're going to give me medication and then I'm going to have to be on medication. 
it's not true you can even just go and talk medication is your wish you don't have to go on it so i mean you know do some research and get rid of the myths that is great advice and while we are on the topic of advice our last question before we get to the game round is is there anything else in particular that you want to address using the platform that this podcast provides yeah stop living your life on social media like seriously people just need to kind of stop you know i've seen it so time and time again where um don't get me wrong okay first of all social media is a great tool it helps you expand your business it helps you find creative ideas it's a great creative outlet just don't make it an outlet for your life and don't be dependent on it um say for example you go out to a restaurant enjoy the food fine you want to click a picture fine i'm not even going to say anything about that click a picture if you go out somewhere enjoy the place put the memories into your brain instead of memories onto your damn phone camera or whatever it is like you know start living more in the moment and you'll be so effing surprised to see how much more the world has to offer when you get off your damn phone one and two get off instagram or get off social media in general people on social media don't really care about where you've been to this place i'm pretty sure when you put up a picture in paris someone's going like oh my god that bitch is rich <laughs> so like it's it's just you know stop living your life to please others do it for yourself if you want to really put up that picture on instagram go ahead and do it but don't be pressurized into like oh i have to maintain a feed so i have to put up five pictures ah screw that you do you but be true to yourself is all i'm saying so basically in other words not to succumb to said social and peer pressure yes in a sense yeah in a sense yeah well since you mentioned so social media uh, has social media ever affected you in a negative way Yes it has. I remember a little after the show I did another show for MTV and I started getting a lot of attention and I was like really excited. I was just like, "Oh, you know, I have I have because I have a lot of these great pictures and I want to put them up." And I was like, "Okay, I'm going to start building this feed and I'm going to maintain this." And then I kept on following the numbers and I I kept on screenshotting my highest uh, insights and you know how many people were following me, how many people with this. And then I was like getting really tired because it no longer became about the kind of content I enjoy putting out there. It became more about the numbers. Like, oh, I know if I put a picture of myself, I'm going to get these many likes. If I put a picture of just nature or something that's really pretty, I'm not going to get those many likes. And I need those kind of likes. And I started getting really conflicted about what uh, I was really doing over here and why I was doing it. Like, I didn't understand why I was becoming this person. And I didn't enjoy doing it at all. so i just went off social media for a while to kind of you know get some inner peace of sort and i did get it and that's when i decided that i don't really care what i post on social media if i find nice picture that i want to put up i'll put it up otherwise i don't care that so is- i kind of backed off my popularity in a way <laughs> but at the end of the day what's important is your well being precisely but that's a very hard balance you know i like some people just don't get that eventually we have to do what's best for ourselves agreed it's the same concept you being a cabin crew member could relate to this you whenever in a difficult situation with the flight you have to put on your own uh, safety mask first and then attend to the person next to you exactly yeah yeah making cabin crew references <laughs> yeah yes you are 
Okay, so that was our last question in the general category. Now we're going to move on to the game round. So for those of you who don't know what happens in the game round, I am going to make statements, some of them being would you rather statements and some of them being slightly controversial. And Atmaj's only acceptable answers are hell yeah if you agree with it or oh bite me if you disagree with it. So are you okay. ready? Yes, I am. Okay. You would rather be limited uh, to the use of a single leg than a single arm. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> okay. If you had to, you would rather be able to travel anywhere you want without aircraft or trains than be able to avail the best services whenever you travel but only be limited to third world countries. Oh bite me. If you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, you would choose Walk Like an Egyptian over Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, bite me. You prefer your tongue getting stuck to an icicle than getting trapped in a uh, sinking sand. Oh yeah, hell yeah. You like the eyebrow slit trend. I'm sorry, what? You like the eyebrow slit trend. Oh, bite me. Plaid never goes out of style. Hell yeah. On aircrafts, first class is overrated. Ah. Oh, bite me. <laughs> okay, this one is a very controversial one. Denim is overrated. Oh, bite me. You would rather eat at the speed that a turtle walks at and enjoy food only enough to fill half of your stomach than eat as much as you want at the speed of a hare running. Hell yeah. You prefer uh, materials wise you prefer leather to satin. Hell yeah. If you could redesign the uniform of one sports team in the world, it would be Manchester United. <laughs> Hell yeah. You would rather eat a rotten egg than a rotten fish. Hell yeah. You would prefer a backpacking trip around Europe than attending all the comic cons around the world. Hell yeah. Tough one though. If you had to name a city after yourself, you would rather it be Vyasnagar than Atmaj Lambar. Both suck, but yeah, I'll go hell yeah with Vyas Nagar. Okay. You would rather spend an hour every day watching the old TV channel Doordarshan than watching Sophia the First on Disney International. Hell yeah. If you changed your occupation out of the blue, it would be you would be a pub owner in Ireland rather than a playwriter in Warwickshire, England. Hell effing yeah. Shakespeare is offended. Hey, let him be. He's dead. Oh. Okay. If you could go back in time to uh, to the time where any of the seven wonders of the world were being built, you would rather see the Statue of Liberty than the Eiffel Tower. Oh, bite me. Eiffel Tower it is. Always. Uh, same question. Pyramid of Giza than the Taj Mahal. Uh, oh, bite me. 
So you're the romantic kind of person. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> okay. So that was our last question for today. Thank you for coming. I hope you had fun. I did. Thank you for having me. This was great. And I will see the rest of my viewers next week with another brand new guest. Bye. Bye bye.